Ray, you're going to be doing a podcast tonight or should I just start masturbating? What the fuck? Eto! Fuck Andropy. That was Petro. That was Petro last night messaging me to do a pod because we announced the signing of Gary Hooper. Gary fucking Hooper. Who'd have thunk it, eh? I love Pedro. I had to do that, honestly. He stitches me up sometimes on this pod, so I feel like uh, I need to give him some payback. But there we go. Calimera says, how is everyone this fine Saturday morning? I never usually do podcasts the day of matches. But I figure that, you know, I didn't get the chance to do one last night. So, you know. Sorry, Pedro. Sorry. I'll give you the link so you can jump on and you can explain yourself. You could you could tell us how many times you masturbated as well. I mean, it'll be, be quite interesting. Be quite interesting for people to know. You know? Sometimes, you know, you, you gotta brag. You gotta brag a little bit. If it's four times, five times, six times, it's fine. It's cool. It's all good, man. The more the merrier, as they say. Anyway, so Gary Hooper has joined us. Um it, it, news broke yesterday that he was the mystery man training with Omonia. Apparently he was a guest. Well, clearly he wasn't. Clearly it was some kind of test uh, to see if his fitness levels were good. They obviously did a medical. And here we are. We have a striker. We have a striker with a proven goal-scoring record. We have a striker that is aggressive. A striker that has leadership that has experience at elite level. He's played Champions League, hasn't he? Europa League. Free transfer. I mean, I don't know how long the contract is. I didn't read the um, the announcement, um, in all fairness. So I don't know how long he's there for. I don't know how much he's on. I'm guessing he's probably on a pay-as-you-play. That's what I think anyway, because for someone that is unfit, that has had the history of injuries... I doubt we would risk giving him like a two-year deal and paying him 300k a year. Or maybe, just maybe, he's one of Lennon's mates and perhaps his agent is really, really good and uh, he managed to get him a two-year contract or a one-year contract with guaranteed money. I don't know, but I'm going to bring on Pedro anyway. Calimera! Andro Bireximaris, man. I told you. I told you. Yeah, I didn't... Take it uh, literally that you would do such a thing to me. Shame. <laughs> shame. Uh, I'm going to give you the cone of shame. Embirazi, <laughs> man, come on. <laughs> uh, so, Bemo, how do you feel about this? Well, um, I'm not very familiar with the player. That's why I was uh, asking you last night to... Uh... Yeah, pe- people were messaging me saying, who's Harry Cooper? I'm like, who's Harry Cooper? The only Cooper I know was Henry Cooper, and he was a comedian, and he's dead. Okay. So, what's the story behind the, uh, this guy? He's 34 years old. Uh, I've noticed that he's played in uh, uh, with uh, Lennon before, obviously, in uh, in Celtic, if, uh-huh. I'm, uh, if I'm right. He yep, has right. Part- participation in uh, uh, UEFA League and Champions League uh, games. Yeah. Uh, he was quite a striker. Uh, I'm saying was because I don't know his condition at the moment. Mm-hmm. Scored uh, quite some amazing goals as I've uh, as I've seen. 
Yep. From there on, you you should be telling us more. You you should be well, more look, familiar with this. This this is this is a guy who was who made a name for himself in England, but at the lower levels, like the League Ones and League Twos, he was he was playing for for Southend United and Leighton Orient, and he went to Hereford and then Scunthorpe United, and then Celtic spent about two million on him, um, which was massive, you know. But this was like twelve years ago, and he did he did very very well at Celtic. Uh, banged in a lot of goals. I think he got about 80-odd goals out there. Um, and then he ended up moving to Norwich City and then it kind of went a little bit downhill for him. He wasn't as prolific, but um, I, I think he's at a, a level that he's capable of scoring goals, of uh, making a contribution. And I think the most important factor to this, Pedro, is his experience, as I mentioned earlier. We don't have many leaders in this squad. We've got quite a few... Older players, obviously, Yuster and Abu Lee, but we don't have aggression, leadership, and le- experience at that level. Now, I don't know if Yuster has played Champions League. I don't know. So if he has done, correct me if I'm wrong, but apart from Matthews, um, who else has played Champions League football in this squad? I can't, I can't think of anyone. There's Matavs. Maybe for PSV Eindhoven, I'm not sure. Again, on Bruno Brebinabekse. Bruno, sorry, yeah, apologies, yeah, I forgot about him. Bruno Mars, yeah. So we got we got three, four players out of push that have played European football at the Champions League elite level. So I think it's a it's a very shrewd signing. I don't think it's a gamble. It's a year contract, according to the people in the chat, anyway. Again, yeah, it's, a, it's a year contract. It's one year. Yeah, contract. but I, I don't, I don't know how much he's being paid as well, and I don't know if it's a pay-as-you-play contract. You never know. That's what we offered Ogriasvili, and obviously he said no. Um, okay, so a, a contract similar to pay-as-you-play. It wasn't a pay-as-you-play with Ogriasvili. You have to pay a certain amount, play a certain amount of games to get paid a certain amount. But again, I, I don't have any problem with this signing. And let's get it right. When you think about it, is he better than what we've got in that position? Well, Karim's come in. I think that's a very good signing. Guggle is obviously still developing. And this will reduce a lot of pressure on the lad's shoulders. And then you've got Badadavs. So... Did I answer your questions? <laughs> Um, was he training? Uh, was he playing last year? Well, he was at uh, Wellington Phoenix, and okay. he, he didn't really get that many games. But I think that's due to injury more than anything. Um, but what I will say about him is, he will do well in this league because of his movement off the ball, and I think. Again, that comes with the experience. We've got a lot of defenders in this league. And I'll just say it straight. I look at the defense, the defences for every team in the Prodathlima and none of them impress me. I can't turn around and say, yeah, that's a solid defence and it's going to be difficult to break them down. I don't see any of them. I don't see Aris being a particularly good back line. I don't see Buffer being a particularly good back line. I don't see Anorthos. So when you have a lot of defenders who 
are known to ball watch in Cyprus. They don't track the runners. They just track the ball. They just look at the ball most of the time, which is, if you look at most of the goals that are conceded in Cyprus, it's because defenders are too busy looking at the ball, not the player. So when you have someone like Gary Hooper that knows the, the penalty box, that can stretch the play, can pull defenders out of position, very similar to what Guggle does, but he'll do it in a more effective way. And he can score goals. I think it's a no-brainer. That's the next question I had for you. Is does he have speed? Does he have? Uh, uh, is he like uh, just sitting in the ball in uh, in the box, waiting to fish out a, a ball yeah. in? Uh, what kind of uh, when, place? When he was he younger, have? when he was younger, he was a very quick player. Obviously, as you get older, you rely more on your intelligence than your speed, and it's what you do again off the ball. I'll give you an example. I, I watched the. Last well, I watched the, the second half of the Addis game, and they had that Gogorin, that striker from Fiorentina. And I'm watching him, I'm watching him. And there was four or five instances where he's dropped deep to collect the ball, played it out wide, and he's just jogged to the box. Jogged. And I'm thinking, if you run in the space, you're gonna get on the end of any ball that comes in across the face of the goal. And he didn't do that. And this is what I'm talking about. You're going to get that from Hooper. You're going to get that dropping deep, playing it wide or drop it, or playing it backwards or sideways and then spinning off the defender and then making a run into the box. He's not going to be jogging. He's Obviously, as I said, he's not quick. He's not blessed for pace. But it's the intelligence, intelligence that does it. So I think he's going to be used sparingly. I don't think he's he's ready to play. Clearly, I mean, you know, he hasn't played for a few months, obviously not match sharp, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's some, you know, behind closed doors matches or friendly matches that are play, uh, set up to help him develop. Um, or maybe just within training, you'll play 11 versus 11, maybe against the under 19s or whatever. Um, I'm very excited about this. Again, same with Karim. I'm excited because... Not because I'm expecting like a shit ton of goals or whatever, but for our style of play to be more aggressive, to be more creative and to do the basics right, because that's what we've been lacking recently. Okay. After. There's a comment here. There's a comment here. We're talking about Aris, we're talking about Abolon, bringing out all these players, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I get it. Obviously, it's frustrating because we want a, a, a certain type of player. We want a quality player. We want, I wouldn't say an Onomar, but a player that you can, that will sit you on the edge of the seat and think, yeah, I'm, I'm excited by this one. And I get it. I get the, I get the frustration. But here's what I will say. Doesn't matter how good a player is, if the players around them aren't playing to a certain standard, then it doesn't matter. Now, if Gary Hooper came to Cyprus after scoring 50 goals in 50 games in the A-League or 40 goals in 40 games in the Indian League, people would be saying other things, wouldn't they? But they look at the statistics and they think, oh, four goals here, eight goals there. Oh, he's okay. But the fact remains, it depends on who he's got around him. Why has he not been scoring goals? Is it because he's been missing opportunities or has he not been given the opportunities by his teammates? Perhaps his teammates were shit. You never know. You just never know. 
okay, he's had injuries. Okay, he's had a loss of form. Maybe he's had a few personal issues. I don't know. But the fact remains, you can only judge a player based on the players around them. I'll give you Paul Pogba as an example. Paul Pogba at Man United, that's a fucking dog shit. Why? Because the players around him are dog shit. At Juventus, though, when he had Vidal and Birlo and all these other players, he was he was he stood out. So again, it's a team effort. It's all well and good bringing in your Stepinskis and your Gogorins and whoever these other players. But if the players around them aren't playing at their level and playing to their strengths, you might as well just have a fucking dildo in the pitch. That, that's the way I see it anyway. Uh, well... What can I say about that? I mean, okay, I guess uh, people have been uh, underwhelmed with the uh, with the way the transfers were. Uh, well, I have been as well. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And you know, you, you, they say you got to trust your scouts, and you. I, I, I don't really think there's a there's a scouting system here, personally. Oh, it's clear that we don't have. But I don't know, mate. I don't know. I, I really don't know what is going on there. I really don't. I mean, we were led to believe that the club looks for players based on statistics, data, analytics, which, fine, great. A lot of clubs do it. In fact, most clubs are moving towards that because it's cheaper. And then I've to employ so many people to be traveling to and from. I mean, imagine. You know, a club that's got six or seven scouts and they send them to Asia and they send them to Africa and they send them to South America and they're paying for their flights and they're playing for their hotel. Why would you need to do that when you've got a bit of software that can tell you every bit of data about a player, be it how many kilometers they run, how many passes they play, how many accurate passes, how many crosses, how many times they, they fart? Like, you don't need that. But again, when you look at the signings that we've made... You you can you you got every right to question the scouting system. I mean Bruno, for example, it's no secret that we were after him for a few windows. Okay, we got him. Yeah, we were uh, after him for about three years. Right, Militic. Right, okay, that one came left field. But again, when you think about the people that were involved in the deal and their relationship to the club, it makes sense. Uh, Matthews, obviously, Lennon signing. Barker, obviously, Lennon signing. Hooper, Lennon signing. Um, Karim, again, left field, but there were still some murmurings or murmurs about it. But Bali, he was a free. Um, okay, Kasama, that, that, again, left field, didn't know much about that. And credit to them for getting that one over the line because he looked like a decent player. He looks like a very, very decent player. And I think he'll do well in this league. Who else did we sign? Um gone out of my head now. Who else? Those are the signings. Have I listed all of them? Have I forgotten any? Exactly. So you look at that and you're thinking, well, where's the where's the strategy? Where's that come from? Where, where have, you know, out of all of those players that were signed, prob probably Kasama was the only one that you could say, we looked at statistics and we signed him. The rest of them, it's either players that Lennon wants, that, that he knows, or players that Okay, we we make sense for us to sign given you know the free transfers and given the reputation, I guess. But Bale, like where where is the 
where's the sign that you can say right yeah we've we've used the analytics we've used the data we've decided that these are it just seems that it's like oh it's not what you know it's who you know ballet and i understand the frustration of fans when they look at Addis, for example forget the two players they brought in from Serie A, the players that they signed before that they were signing players from from france from africa so obviously they've done their scouting they've they've done the the data work i look at buffalo the players that they brought in again it makes sense but with Buffalo, it's like a money ball thing. They bring in the players, they try and develop them and they want to sell them on. Look at Alicari, for example. They've been trying to sell him for a couple of years now and no one's going to buy him because they've asked for too much money. But yet, that's their, that's their model. Okay, Abuel is just throw shit at a wall and hope that it sticks. It's pretty similar to us. Abolon, I, I can't think of too many players that they've brought in that I could say, yeah, you know, um, they've done the data. But perhaps a right back from, from Sporting. Um, they brought in a player called Bar as well, I think, midfielder. And they saw signed this really tall guy from Bordeaux. Forget his fucking name. Um, so yeah, look, it's easy to get frustrated and it's annoying. It really is annoying because you, you'd think that with a club being in the Europa League now, we'd want to be spending a bit of money to bring in players. But I'm going to sidestep a little bit. I'm going to sidestep a little bit there, Pedro, because I've, I've rambled on a bit too much. And I, I want your take on this, right? And I was thinking about this this morning. There's okay, only I'll... one... T- hmm? uh, yeah, sorry. Finish and I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. You, you okay. were saying something now? Yeah, so... I, I, had a, I had a bit of a... What's it word? Oh, what's the word? Um, I, was just, I was just having a think about this in general today. Who do you think is the team to beat? In the Brothelima now. If you're one team you're looking at and you're thinking, right, we need to beat them or everyone yeah. needs to beat them to stop them from winning the league, who would it be? Refile, Askev Kobuda Zimmera. Ayak, Askev Kobuda Zimmera. You think? Yes. You think Ayak are the team to beat? Uh, for, for now, for from what I've seen in general, yes. Yeah. And okay. it's, but it's too early. It's, it's yeah. too early. I agree, but I'll tell you, the, I'll tell you my team that, that you need to beat, that everyone needs to beat for the sake of this league, Aris. And I'll tell you why. Not because of last night's performance, not because they battered the Olympia Gods, who are probably already, already relegated anyway. All right? They're done. They're finished. Done out here. They'll probably have another three coaches by, by the time the season's end. The reason why we everyone needs to beat Aris is because of the financial clout that they have. People need to realise who their owner is. They need to realise who their owner is and who the link and the links that he has. If he's able to bring in two Serie A players on loan, right? I don't know how they they work that out financially. Perhaps they're only paying a certain percentage of the players' wages. I don't know, right? But he wants to buy Sanetian in France. The guy is fucking loaded. The reason why we need to stop Aris from not just winning the league but from qualifying for Europe is because the moment they get a European place and they get Mr. Zomigus, right? They'll bring in that European money. They'll be able to get around financial fair play and they'll bring in stronger and better players. And we, no one will be able to compete with them. No one. The Brodathlima is going to end up like Ligue 1, like Paris Saint-Germain. There's only going to be one team. There's only going to be one team. I'm telling you this now. Stelstradamus is very rarely wrong. Trust me on this one. Okay, so Trust me on this one. Really, you're so much... Uh... Afraid of Addis? 
Rare is I'm I'm being a re- fuck off. I'm being a realist here. I'm being a realist. Ah, Panaya, my God, it's not iPhone. It's my iPhone, and I've got that ringtone. <laughs> got that ringtone, mate. Don't worry. I do have a couple burner phones anyway, and yeah, they are Nokia's for various reasons. Okay, let's look about it in general. Let's look at the players that left. Okay, Efien, Ohubotsan, Kalos Pechtis, Megalos Pechtis, Efien Ogigo, Efien Osehu, Efien Oasante, Uyamenan, Wendon Isalanafi, Krima, Efien Obodeak, Otsebovic, John Jotti, που υπορπεχταράς, αλλά και ηλικία στο τέλος της ημέρας. Και φέντει ο Λοβέρα, που έτσι αγιώς ένιδα στο χέρι μας. It was not in our hands if we're going to keep him or not. And we got Kitschos, which we will see what will happen with him. We got Miletic. Πολλά δυνατός. Έφεσαι ο Χουβότσαν, έφεσαι Miletic. Εντάξει. Compared it to. Sorry, my vape stick ain't working. Carry on. If you know who bought Sun, if you have Miletic, Steve Fesindu. Sorry, Allah, Evlebogadilathos Meduro. If you have Matthews, Steve Fesindu. Hello, do you hear me? Yeah, I'm listening, Carol. If you have Matthews, if you have Bezos. Oh, forget Bezos. Sorry, I forgot. That's the one I forgot to mention. Sorry. So, Epkes Bezos, Epkes Packer, Epkes Kasama, Epkes Bruno Felipe, Epkes Ansarifat. Daxi. Puginos, from my point of view, from the players that left, they had to go for one or another reason. Okay? Now, For the players that came, if I do not consider Bruno Felipe, Kasama, Bezus, and Ansarifad as a top shelf players, then pass. Mm. And then if I go to the rest of them, Miletic, Parker, and Matthews, they're very good football players, and they seem to be getting into the into the spirit of the team, even though it's a bit early. The one that I, I think still needs some time is uh, uh, Parker. But uh, Miletic and Matthews, they seem to have gotten into the team and understand how things are going. So in comparison from last year's uh, roster, that... Fanny any master I believe that this year we appear to be stronger than last year. I don't know why you think... Ability-wise, ability-wise, yeah. I mean, if you if you deep it, you know, obviously Jordi is gone, so Kasama's come in. You know, as much as I love Jordi, we've got a younger player here with just as much creativity. Um, Bezos has come in, you could say, possibly to replace, I don't know what, Duris. I guess. 
you've got Ukraine international there that's younger um the the forward line all right Matavs is still there but they brought in Karim which I guess again a little bit of a an upgrade to Shepa uh Hooper's come in who was who was another do we have another center forward last summer uh last season it was Dura Shepa and Matavs wasn't it and then Dura ne, left ne. and double obviously du, du ne, ne. um on the left okay Eric <laughs> Eric's 34 35 with you know blighted by injury well, Eric, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. good luck to him good luck yeah, good to him luck man to good luck to him um so yeah you could say Barco's 10 years younger um, but he's got his injury problem. So, again, that one's still up in the air. Shehu, as much as I loved him, defensively, he was a calamity. I'm just going to say it. Um, he had so many mistakes in him, but I think Matthews is a better fullback. So, yeah, we're better there. Left back, we brought in the kid from Olympiagos. All right. It's difficult to say whether he's going to be better than Kiko, but is he going to get many games? Um, Militic, yeah, I'll take him over Hubachan, 100%. Um, so in terms of person, oh, obviously, um, who else did we bring? Bruno, is he an upgrade on Ernest? That remains to be seen. As far as I'm concerned, it remains to be seen because I, I haven't seen anything of him given the last uh, game. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, man, seven to eight goals this year, that guy. I'm telling uh, you. All right. Okay. But what I'm saying is I'm basing this on, on Saturday's performance. So while everyone was shit. No man, I'm 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 not I'm not gonna judge him from a, a first game with an unknown team uh, and uh, right, unknown team, yeah. unknown and, team. I thought he had a blinder against Ghent in the number ten, but then you put him out wide against a team with a low block and he goes missing. Yeah, did, did you see anyone being good? So I'm not gonna. Matthews uh, had a good a... game. Zaharil had a good game, I think. And That's people are gonna disagree thing. again. In general, in general, was the team good? No, it was not. It was no, shit. in general, no. Not so sure. I'm not going to blame one player for the last week's. Anyway, history is history. In general, I believe that the transfers we have made, according to the players that left, okay, it's not bad. It could have been better, but it's not bad, for God's sakes. Yeah, there's one for you. Answer this one. I need to go get another vape stick. One minute. I'm just going to put my camera off. You answer this one. You mentioned three wingers leaving. We only got one. Barker and maybe Bruno. Plus, we lost Marinos last year, mid-season. We need at least one winger more. Uh, uh, I remember. Do you remember how many players αλλά έχουμε και τους Κυπρέους τους παίχτες μας που φτιάχνουν πάνω. Να μην το ξεχάνουμε το, το πράγμα. Δεν ήξερω... Ε, να μην το θεωρούμε ότι είμαι, τα, τα άτομα που εφίαν έπιαμε παίχτες για να τους αντικαταστήσουμε κίνους. Γιατί είχαμε και άλλες θέσεις που είχαμε αδυναμίες. Και έπιαμε παίχτες για αυτές αδυναμίες. Όπως στην επίθεση, να πούμε. Τώρα, λογικά, όπως έγιναν τα πράγματα, Εμπάντως ε, 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 έχουμε ε, τεσσέρις επιθετικούς. Έχεις το Μάταυς, τον Ανσταριφάτ, ε, έχεις το, το Χούπα και έχεις και τον Κακουλή. Πεσί δεν είχαμε τον το πράγμα. Πεσί είχαμε Μάταυς, είχαμε το Τσέπο και είχαμε και τον Κακουλή. Ε, επομένως, να μην τα βλέπουμε 
απλά εφιάμπου την τάδε θέση, τσίχτα την τάδε θέση. Γιατί έχουμε και του παίχτε του δικού μα, του Κυπρέου, που αποδείξαν ότι μπορούν να σταθούν στι διάφορε θέσει. There you go. That's what I think about it. Uh, I think there's something else that we need to consider here. Signing Hooper adds another striker to the squad. And obviously we can make five substitutions. So perhaps, if you think about it, the other day against Agrida, once Gugel went off, it was either play Matavs up front, which he chose not to do, which shows me he doesn't really rate him, or play someone out of position as a number 10, or sorry, as a number nine, apologies, as a number nine, and just hope for the best. Now we have an additional striker, so we do have another striker that we can bring on. And on top of that, we can change the system. Instead of going 4-2-3-1, we could go 4-4-2. Or we could go 4-3-3. Or we could go 3-5-2. Or 3-4-1-2 or 3-4-2-1. So you have another player, you have another body, but you have another player where you can change your system and throw someone on if you need a goal in the last 20 minutes. Personally, I think it's a no-brainer. Again, if it's a one-year deal for a player with that experience, I, I don't see where we can go wrong. I mean, people were losing their... They were getting pissed off when Jordi didn't... Well, they, they were saying that Jordi should sign a new contract and people were really quiet. Then we won the Brothatliba and then he signed it and everyone was happy. You know? So, for all we know, he might come on on his debut in a few weeks' time and score two goals. Yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm, I'm just... I'm just a little bit concerned that we about that right-hand side of ours. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, I love mm-hmm. Zaha. I love him to bits. But for me, he's one of those players where he will do well in games, in the derby games. That you're Abolon, you're Abuel. Games where you're going to sit deep and try to hit teams on the counter-attack because he's really good at that. He's really good at getting forward on the, on the you know, from, I don't know, 10 to 20 meters on the sprint, he's very good at that. Um, but against teams that play a low block, as I said, with Agrida and most of the teams that we're going to play this season, especially like the lower half of the table, we can put 10 men behind the ball and say, break us down. This is where you need that creativity. Exactly, exactly. Um, that's this is why, Barker, that. this is why Barker had the pretty decent game the other day because he was running at players, he was trying to create. And Bruno, on the other hand, I'm concerned if he goes out wide against these teams. Βλέπω να κάνω κόμμεν για αυτοί σχόλια. Ένα που είδα από τον Μάριο μας. Ναι, δύο Μάριε. Ο κόσμος είναι σίγουρος για το βάθος που έχουμε ακόμα. Μαζί τους, πολλοί ο κόσμος που έχει το ερώτημα. Αλλά δεν είμαι σίγουρος ότι γενικά οι ομάδες έχουν και το... Ναι, πιάσαν όλοι οι παίχτες, αλλά δεν μπορώ να πω ότι είδα και πολύ βάθος που τους υπόλοιπους. So, it's a marathon. Μην ξέρετε ότι να παίξουν 50 παιχνίδια φέτος εμείς. 50. Yeah, they, they could have prepared a little bit better having that in mind. Αλλά δεν μπορώ εγώ ρε παιχνίδια να... να... Να τους κρούσω που τα τώρα, να τους πω, δεν έκαμετε τίποτε. Ότι έφεραν παίχτες, έφεραν. Ότι μπορούσαν να φρούν καλύτερους παίχτες, μπορούσαν να φρούν καλύτερους παίχτες. Ότι μπορούσαν να κινηθούν 
πιο κλειόρα στη μεταγραφική περίοδο, ναι, μπορούσαν, δεν το έκαναν. Οκ, με στη διοίκηση για να ξέρω να μου σκέφτονταν και να μου θέλαν να κάνουν και αν τους ευκήκαν και αν δεν τους ευκήκαν. Είχαμε την υπόθεση με τον Καραγιώση των άλλων των Άχριστών, που αν τον έπιαναμε να πάμε, βάου, μεταγραφάρα, και να μην τον μας την έκατσε ο Γάδαρος. And that's a proper it's an insult to Gadaros when we talk about that guy. Anyway, and the the other comment I wanted to, to talk about is um Rodaos Odiris. Is Loizos available to play tonight? I think yes he is. Well he should be available. Yes, yes. He, <laughs> he should be. He's just he, he's, he's injuries and This week he's been uh, training with the first team uh, normally, so most probably you're going to see him in the game tonight. Yeah, this one shut yesterday, mate. Shut last night. Second, wasn't it? Like the optimism, but I forget we should take three points even on days we're not that good. Well, yeah, I agree. It's called winning ugly. You know, we, we, we just don't seem to have that right now. But again... You need to grind out victories against these teams. You know, I can keep saying that the pitch was atrocious against Akrida. It was. They watered it before the game. Either half time. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if you know still, but uh, luck, on, mate. The Igisi do Akrida. If Kigen Jibenodi ne shidigionyomonia bushi parabonon, it was because they watered the the half of the pitch for the second half, and it became a shit and uh, they said it was not intentional that something went wrong and la 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 but not intentional is... what a load of bollocks, what what a load of bollocks. Uh, i'm just gonna yeah. say at least they came out and said it okay they, they were watering that pitch right for at least 10 minutes before the game at least 10 minutes before the game we're, we're not talking about like an hour before the game they watered it Or 20 minutes. It was literally 10 minutes before kickoff. They're still watering the fucking pitch. And then at half yeah, time, the and then at half time on, the, on the side that we were attacking. We were attacking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they say it's a mistake. Let me tell you something, yeah. The, the, I saw that ball rolling and I'm like, it's either going to get stuck in the in the turf, right? Or it's gonna it's gonna just you know fizz. And nine times out of ten, the ball's stuck. That's why we're playing a lot of uh, diagonal balls. High, because you can't keep it on the pitch. I'm surprised that players weren't slipping and sliding all over the place. Honestly, it's like water world. He thought it was a fucking water park. I think he said it was for tactical reasons that they did that. Of Are course it sure? is. Of course it's no. tactical reasons. To for, me, yeah, for, for me, yes, it was. But uh, I didn't hear that. I, I heard that. Uh, okay. I know there have, been, there have been clubs, even in the Premier League, what they do, they look at their opponents, right? And let's say, for example, the, the, the threat, the biggest threat is on the wings. What they'll do, they'll cut the grass through the middle of the pitch and they'll leave it a few centimetres longer on the flanks, on the wings, to slow the ball down when you're running. This down. is standard. Yeah. This is standard. No, no. I'll tell you, it's, 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 it's fucking bog standard. But what it is, it's fucking cheating, Right, and I'll tell you another thing. If you look at this, the pitch at the Tirio yesterday, it might as well have been a Comadodromo, man. Honestly, oh, yeah, yeah, but uh, it was not uh, both teams complained about it. It's not like they were trying to do that in favor of one of uh, either of the two teams. No, I, I, I agree, but what I'm saying is it's, it's a season that's just started, and the pitch looks like it's been played on for about five years straight without being, being looked after. 
I mean, I'm thinking that they're probably thinking I'll give a shit because the new stadium is being built and it's going to be ready soon, so... You, you want to talk about something else? Yeah, you man. This is the third time I'm asking you. All right, well, I'll get I'll get on to it, man. Just be fucking patient. Jesus Christ. Like, you know. Right, Rogic. I'll tell you about Rogic, right? Because it was a big bum on social media yesterday. And this is something that I wanted to, to, to break to everyone. Because some time ago, I said to you lot, do not believe everything that you read in the press, especially in Cyprus when it comes to transfers. Because I've seen us link with practically every player and their mum, right? Every player and their mum, okay? And what annoys me about the, the press in Cyprus is what they will do, someone will break a story and other websites will quote those web that particular website. They'll say, oh, you know, there's there's a story breaking about this player, that player from this website. They don't do their own research. Like, you know, I get it. Like, you want the clicks because you've got your adverts on the page and the amount of clicks that, clicks that you get, you get paid based on those adverts. I get it, right? But it's just lazy. And people get their hopes up because, right, don't get me wrong, I don't blame the, the websites for doing this because it works, clearly, Right? But you got a lot of people that go in these forums and say, oh, right, we're linked with that player. We're linked with that player. When Kazama came to Cyprus, he was at the fucking airport, right? People took a photograph of him, put him on the website, and they thought it was there. Fuck, do your research. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Zay's back in Cyprus. What, just because he's black? He looks, he's the same person? Is, is that the only similarity? That he's black? Honestly, we're linked with Koulibaly. Koulibaly this, Koulibaly that. Never gonna happen. He ended up at Red Star Belgrade, right? Let me tell you something, right? I've got another web. I've got another Instagram. Sorry, I've got another Twitter account, right? It's a podcast I've been doing for many years. We've had some great guests on. We've had Yamagobolos, um, Katsurani, uh, Emil Heskey. So many people. I mean, I've been doing it for like fucking twelve years, right? Rodri Giggs is is my co-host. He's a good friend of mine. We 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 get loads of people on, and it's a very very um, powerful tool to have a Twitter account with over 5,000 followers and so many people with blue ticks following you, right? Because we've built up that reputation. There's five of us controlling that account, right? There's me, there's my friend that's in London. I've got a friend in the United States that has that account, that he uses it because obviously we follow the, the MLS or should I say MLS and the Canadian League. I've got a friend in Australia who covers the A-League that has his own contacts out there. And I've got a friend... In, a, in mainland Europe, who does a lot of tweets during the day or puts out retweets, whatever, okay? So we had a conversation the other day and my friend in Australia says, look, I've heard that Omoni are interested in Rogic. I've heard that there has been discussions, but nothing concrete, okay? And I was like, well, what, what else you know? Because that's all I know. It says, well, tweet out something related to Rogic, right? Because I want to test the war. I want to do a social experiment. Yeah, I want to do a social experiment. I want you to put out a tweet related to Rogic. Any information that you know, but make sure you say it's a rumor. Now, Pedro, your Greek is clearly better than mine. Can you explain to our Greek-speaking viewers the translation from rumors from English to Greek, please? Just to explain to them what rumor is in Greek. Not the nightclub. Vasigat, <laughs> to... 
μια φημολογία ότι, για, για το ρότινγκ και να το γράψει ότι είναι φημολογία, ότι είναι αλήθεια. Για να δει να δώσει να αντιδράσει ο, ο κόσμος. Right. Thank you very much. So, I'm going I'm to bring up on the screen. Because Dimitri again says info came from the Shoot the Defense Media Network. Who do you think the Shoot the Defense Media Network is? See, people were saying that Stell is a puppet. Who had who on strings yesterday? There you go. <laughs> who had who on strings? I ain't Pinocchio, I'm Geppetto. Anyway, so let me just bring this up because, oh my God, honestly, like the, the logic, the logic behind people. Right, so this was the tweet which I told my mate to put out. Gary Hooper was training as a guest with Omonia yesterday. According to reports, Neil Lennon invited the player to train with the first team to build up his fitness. Were there any lies there? No. Right, but he ended up signing. Okay, but this, this blew up. And then there was the Rogic one. There was the Rogic one. I mean, I can't find it because there was, there was so many stuff about it. But there's a, let, me, let me find it. Let me read it. Let me read it out because I'm, I'm too tired to be doing any research. Hooper could sign a one-year deal on a pay-as-you-play basis due to his lack of fitness and form. That was 22 hours ago, so that made it what time is that? It's 24 hours ago was uh, 10 o'clock UK time, so that'll be 8 o'clock UK time, 10 o'clock Cyprus time. So 10 o'clock yeah. yesterday morning, we put out the tweet that he could sign a one-year deal. How many years did he sign the contract for, Pedro? I think so. <laughs> It's a one-year contract he signed, yeah. Rocky, yeah. Uh, uh, Hooper. Yes, right. Yes. So did we get that wrong? Okay. Yes. Hooper, <laughs> Hooper might, might, can you can you explain the word might? Mori. Thank you. Might also be joined by another former Celtic player, Tom Rogic. Rumor has it Rogic has agreed the two-year deal and should sign before their deadline free transfers tonight. Exactly. So the, there was no concrete proof, but the fact that we use the word rumor has it. It's a rumor. No, no, no. When, when, when you do that, people in Cyprus don't see the rumor part. They see, exactly. Oh, he's going to sign it to your contract. Exactly. And this is what I'm saying. So people get angry at shoot to defense because they want clicks. Let me tell you something about this podcast that I've been doing for 12 years. Yeah. We have been top five in Cyprus. These are the Apple charts. Yeah. Estonia, Argentina, UK, America. This is for the past 12 years. We've been in, in the charts for years. The network, we've got Inter Milan podcast. We've got a Juventus, uh, we've got a Olympia Goss podcast. We've got Estonian football. We've got Ukrainian football. We've got various. It's a, it's a pretty decent platform. And that's how I managed to get guests for this podcast as well, because I use that as the platform to promote this pod, to get these guests. For, not just for, for me, for your viewing pleasure. This is what differentiates us from the others. We think outside the box. We use our contacts. We use our people. And this isn't me like making it as a dick measuring contest. This is me proving a point that you don't believe everything that you read. People are like, oh, it's shoot the defense media network. It's, it's not from, from Cyprus. Yeah, it's not from Cyprus. It's from me and my, my, my friends. This is us doing it. So it just blows up because people believe everything that they read. And it goes back to the lazy journalism from some, some, not all outlets, some. Yeah, some of them. Because they don't do their own research. When I read an article 
about a new story or a, or a footballer possibly signing, the first thing I always look for is a quote, be it from an agent, be it from a family friend, a source, a quote. Because at least, at least that way you have a rough idea as to what is, what is happening. But whenever I see a transfer rumour involving a, a player, especially coming to Armonia, I look at it and I'm like, first of all, is it realistic? Is it realistic that this player is going to come to Cyprus and play for us, regardless of whether we are Europa League or Conference League or whatever? Are they going to do it? If it is, if there's a possibility, then you move on to the next one. Well, where's the link? Who's his agent? Has his agent done business with us before? Then you know that, obviously, we've got a good relationship with the agent, so we're more inclined to be doing business with that, with that agent to bring in these players. Then the next thing I look for is, well, what about the salary? What about the, are we willing to pay that much? If it's realistic, then you move on. So there's layers. You've got to think about it. You've got to think logically. But I see on internet forums, on, on Facebook, on, on these web app walls, we're going to sign this player, we're linked with that player. Where's the evidence? Where is the correlation? Where is the link? Where, 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 where's it come from? This is what I'm saying. This was a social experiment and it proved me right again. And I think the other thing is, which again, I apologize for leading you guys on or whoever believed it leading. I apologize for that. And it gives people a full sense of hope. And this is why these websites get clicks. And this is why they're all happy to post any kind of fucking rumor because people will click on it and they'll have cool vendors. And they'll put, I saw someone on Facebook the other day saying, yeah, yeah, I heard Rogic is in Cyprus. What do you mean you heard he's in Cyprus? A friend of mine saw him at the airport. Oh my God, is, is this, really? this that story. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, one comment. Uh, I, I don't know if you want to go on for longer. Uh, listen, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I really okay. Don't mind. Uh, something that happened yesterday and we really should uh, talk about. Uh, Nicolas... come off. Sorry? Uh, I had a scab on my foot and it's come off. Fado? Nah. <laughs> Demo. Uh, it's a uh, Nicolas is making a good point. Nicolas Hajisava. He's made two. He made the one about VAR and the second oh, one. The second one. It was uh, he beat <clears> me <throat> to it. It was something that I wanted to uh, talk to you about. Yeah. Earlier. I don't know if you heard what happened yesterday. Still, there's a statement put out because uh, someone at the at got threatened us because of our. Our comments made about the, or Len made comments about the refereeing or GOP or something along those lines. And he kindly reminded us we had three red cards and all that kind of shit, yeah, whatever. Δηλαδή, βασικά, προσπαθούν να μας τρομοκρατήσουν ποτά τώρα. Πώς γίνεται? How is it possible? You have a coach talking in your team's channel. In your team's channel, he's looking like it was a, uh, at the press conference after the game or whatever. It's been days from the previous game, uh, and he was talking about the preparation of the team for today's game, and he he wanted to mention this uh, this story. Okay, 
Κάμε δε like, ρε, μέσα στα σπαριοδέμονας, όπως λαλεί και ένας αρχηγός. Fuck, man. I mean, it's unbelievable. Five hours after the the small clip came out, you know, FC TV, ευκήγεν ο αθλητικός της Αγγελέας, ο αθλητικός δικαστής ήταν φτιάλο μαύρο εντός ο καμπανόγαρος, and he said, Uh, this is the last warning for the ammonia coach. You are not allowed to talk about things like that. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you and your whole fucking race. And those are you support, motherfucker. Do you know what it is, right? It's, it's the... Um, I think it's more like a, a European or Mediterranean mentality where it's like you've got to respect authority. And yeah, I, I agree. I, really like respect I respect but, any authority that is worth the respect. Not every motherfucker that comes you. around. Thank you very much. You, you've, let me tell you something, right? Let me, the, out here in the UK, we have a problem, right? We have a problem being the police. The police aren't shown any respect because over the years, they've lost that respect, the way that they've been behaving or conducting themselves, right? We practically have a lawless UK, right? A nine-year-old girl was shot in her own house, right? Nine years old, because it was a revenge killing, right? That the, the shooter decided to kill the daughter, not the dad, right? Yeah, what's been done about it? Nothing's been done about it. Well, yeah, sure, there's an investigation or whatever, but has anything been done about it? No one cares out here. No one cares. The other day, we had kids robbing a, a shop, In, on Oxford Street, the busiest place in, in London, kids robbing a shop. Nothing was being done about it. They don't care. Everywhere you go in London, there's stabbings, there's shootings, there's drug dealing going on. No one cares, right? They do what they want because the police can't do anything about it because they refuse to do anything about it. But what they will do, they'll go to Notting Hill Carnival and they'll do their dance routines. Yeah, the police are cool now. They're doing dance routines. Motherfucker, you should be policing the place. Right? Authority, you lose the res- you lose the respect for authority when they don't do their job properly. And this is the same with GOT, right? They're on authority. They're meant to be impartial. They're meant to be doing their jobs to look after the league, the integrity of the league, whatever's left of it anyway. But what they do is they pick sides because of the barres, because of who you know, because of the nepotism, because of the politics, right? And what they're trying to do, as you quite rightly said, they're trying to shoot us in the foot. But see, this is the thing. And I will say this at, at the risk of being chastised and vilified and people coming at me in, on, on social media. We have arguably the biggest fan base in Cyprus. But yet the majority of the time we sit on our hands and, and let it happen. We complain on social media, we complain on websites, but we don't actually do anything about it. Why aren't we turning up to GOP's offices and protesting? Why aren't we fucking finding out where these people live and set fireworks outside their house at two o'clock in the morning? Why are we making their lives difficult? We're going to tell you this for now. We had the London riots. We had the London riots where thousands upon thousands of people decided, fuck this shit. We had enough. Strength in numbers. And while I don't condone that, I can understand why people became frustrated where a person was shot by the police 
didn't have a weapon on him, but they shot him because they thought that he had a... And that's where it all started. But out here, or should I say in Cyprus, it's like, yeah, we'd rather moan about it than do something about it. Make their lives hell. I, that's what I say. Prank call them. Shit in their letterboxes. Do all sorts of stuff. It's a small world. Cyprus is a small, small island. It's time to start instilling fear in people. Shit them up. If you want to treat us like shit, well, we'll give it back to you. Do you know what? This is one of the reasons why I regret not living in Cyprus. Because I'd fucking be kicking up a stink. Honestly. Honestly. And do you know what people say to me? You need to watch what you say, Stel, on, on, on your podcast because you influence a lot of people. So be it. If they're going to treat us like shit, give it back to them, I say. Don't care. Fuck them. And I hear people saying, someone said to me the other day, oh, you know, what you said about the referee was a little bit out of order. And someone said to me, oh, I know who he is. And they said, so what? I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Because if they're going to try shaft us and screw us over because they've got an affiliation or that they're aligned with other clubs in this league, fuck them. Fuck them. And, Set and fire, so fuck it. Do you know what? Let down their tires when they come to, <laughs> when they drive to the Yibala. Find out their car. You, you can't. Set it on fire. They're... They're they're locked. They're they're, they're closed uh, uh, in the hangar of uh, Gasibi. You can't do that. Well, you you know, I'm sure I'm sure there's a way in. <laughs> Give someone a the galero or the gate of and they'll open the, the gate and let them in and do what you want. I, uh, uh, I want to say something else also because something else that happened. Fucking mutants. I want and Sorry. because I want I want fair to be fair. Evalantona Bolona, Pesid in Betino Bolona, everybody gone behnidi. And they put him again to play on Saturday. Totally unfair. It might suit me as an Omoniadi, but uh, as a football fan, totally unfair. Why am I saying? And I don't want that. I don't want to play a game on Thursday and then come and play a game on Saturday. Ray, do you know in Belgium, right, when the, the Gents were meant to play Anderlecht before we played them in the second leg, right, the Belgian FA cancelled that game because Anderlecht and Ghent had a European game and they felt that it was for the benefit of both clubs, for the nation, for the players to be ready for those games. Would... Got do that for the Cypriot teams? Would they do it for us? They would. They, they, yeah, they would. They, they would. And I'll you tell think? You I'll, I'll tell you why. Because it's a missing Brogirixi for uh, of the championship. I th I think it's in the Brogirixi. I'm not sure, but what I know is that if any Cyprus team is uh, one game away from entering a group stage. There, they have uh, the ability to transfer the game they were supposed to play. It didn't happen to us this year because obviously we played the the group games before the beginning of the championship. Well, put it this way: let me ask you a question. Then, let's say hypothetically, our last game in the Europa League is a must-win game to qualify for the next round. Uh, they're not going to do see... that. No, of no, course no. not. No, no, they won't. Of course. And but Jame, if it was, if it was another team... Valuna, and Jame Bunna must Valuna, but we'll be back in the next round. 
If it was another team, if it was another team, however. I'm just saying. If it was another team. If it was another team, in a big Sunday, but can you still have a big Sunday in Dridi? Right. Right. Oh, look, here's, here's one. Last year, Omone Ayel got cancelled because both sides were playing a playoff game. Okay, playoff game, yeah. Playoff game to get into the group stages. Fine, cool. To get into the group stages. But if we're talking about a situation whereby one club has got a must-win game and they have to qualify to the next round, would they have cancelled it? Yeah, there you go. What's this? Official line from the league. We have two OBI vans with VAR capabilities since the game on Saturday. Well, look, the the issue with VAR um, is a, a worldwide problem. I mean, in out here in the UK, they've they've changed the the VAR technology to make it more accurate. The World Cup, they're going to use um, semi-assisted VAR, so they're using AI. But again, like, you know, GOP ain't going to spend money on, on something like that, are they, to, to update the software unless they need to. So just got to go with what we got at the moment. I mean, during the last season, Don Aedi was saying that, I think it was against uh, Ael. Uh, Ael scored a goal and he said that the VAR was manipulated so that the Olympiagos defender's foot looked longer so that Ael would get the goal. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. I'm laughing at Mario. More chance of having two Obi Wan Kenobi's than two Obi Bans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is not oh. the van you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> we may go no, about no. our business and fuck everyone up for the benefit exactly. of others. <laughs> exactly. Well, look, let's let's quickly talk about today's game. We've we've gone almost an hour. Um, so we've got Ajax today. It's going to be a very difficult game, I believe. Uh, they're a good team. But again, defensively, I'm not convinced by them. I saw them in the, the second leg against Dnipro at home. And Dnipro had a, had a lot of the ball in the Ajax half, um, especially first half. I know they were goal down at the time because their goalkeeper made the fucking clangor. Um, but I think Ajax are, are very lethal on the counter. But once again, defensively, I think they can be got at, mate. I really do. They're, they're fullbacks. They like to get forward. And if we can exploit that space and they're two central defenders, I don't think they're very good on the ball. So if we have someone that can move and um, create space in, in that area of the pitch, I think we'll be all right. But we need intensity, man. We need to be intense. We can't, you know, we, we, we can't play very conservative. We need to be on the front foot from the first minute and put the pressure on them. Because that's the only way we're going to win games. Right? We need to start. I don't want to be sitting 10 men behind the ball. If we go a goal up, then fair enough. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a very open game today. And it's going to be a very challenging game for, for both teams. I think we're going to see a good game. I think we're going to see a good game. Hopefully, we're going to be on the winning side of it. What do you think we're going to go with today in terms of a lineup? Refile, this is a fucking unknown. And ahoy there, Refile. I was thinking, I was talking about it yesterday with uh, some friends of mine. And really, we uh, we have no idea. The, the only idea we have is for the is for the defense defense line. 
Is Fabi fit, by the way? Can he play? Enixero, refile. Enixero. Mate, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, this probably is it, to be honest. Probably is it free fighting, inshallah. I don't know, man. If Fabi isn't fit, I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned because, look, I, again, I like Francis, but for me, I, I still get a bit worried when he plays in goal, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Amonia well, Retro just typed that the, they say that Fabi is ready. Okay, I, I hope so. I hope so. Oh, do we have a Karate Every, everyone, man here? Everyone is saying that Fabi is ready. Welcome. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed because we're going to need him. We're going to need oh, yeah. him. But listen, yeah. I, I, I can't look. Again, no disrespect to, to Francis, but I'd like to see Giragidis in goal if Fabi's not playing. I'd like to see Banayi in goal. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, man. Jesus. I don't know, Dimitri, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be doing this corn first thing in the morning. If Stefano was here topless, I, I'd accept it, but <laughs> what do you prefer in defence? Militage, Lang or Militage used to? Uh... Either or. I, I, I think both will do the job just fine. It depends on who we're playing. If we play someone like Abolam, for example, with two physical strikers with pace... I'd have to go Militic and Lang. If we're playing someone like, uh, for example, Agrida, uh, maybe play one up top, I'll be happy with with Yuste. Uh, I, I get very worried when we play against teams with pacey strikers and Yuste's playing. So, yeah. Refile, if I I know that no header from a corner kick is is not going to be unchallenged. And I know that... Uh, Εν του φεύγει ρε φίλε Τζεφαγιά που τούτα τα πράγματα του Γιούστε. That's what yeah, I like about it. He might be a bit slow, but ρε φίλε, in high balls, he's uncontested. Εν μπορούν να το κάνουν τίποτε. Well, look, he's, he's very good on the ball. There's no two ways about it. In terms of, you could tell that he was a central midfielder. You could tell that he played the central midfielder. He's very, very comfortable on the ball. He's very good at passing the ball. Joe, you know, if if he had pace, he'd be what he'd be one of the best yeah. defenders in the league. Yeah, that, that, that's what I said. The only thing missing from him is, is a little bit of speed. And that's that's the age. Yeah, and that's, that's the, the age. age. That's the age. And and, th- and this is why I'm going to take this back. And this is why we should have got Michael back. We should have got him back. We should have moved heaven on earth to bring Michael back. Free transfer, right? Well, you never know. I think uh, unemployed players, I think, were allowed until the end of the month. I think. Are you sure? I thought, it was Unem- the, I thought the deadline was yesterday there. Unemployed. Can someone clarify that? Yeah, Gary Hooper's think- unemployed. Can someone uh, clarify? Can we still sign players out of free transfers? Can we? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. People talking about Foddy. Do you think Foddy's going to play today? Uh, because we're lacking speed in the in the center. 
were lacking speed with the ball going forward. And I think with a, I think it's going to be an open field. The ball is going to be moving up and down. And I think we should utilize for this uh, for the, the game today. This is, this is bizarre. People, I think this is a yeah. So ah uh, yeah okay on loan from the Cypriot League okay that's okay. okay. So the, the, the loans until the thirtieth okay. Then it goes until the thirtieth okay. Okay. Transfers on loan between two separate teams. Well, I, I can't, I can't see us bringing any players in. Oh, yeah. separate team, no fucking chance, no fucking chance. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with him bringing Michael. I really am because it's obvious that Eustace probably won't be here next season. Yeah, I mean he's going to be 37. Yes, I can't uh, see that would have yeah. been a good deal. That would have yeah, been to so bring in Michael now and. Give him a few weeks to settle in terms of getting his fitness up or getting used to this team. It would have been a no-brainer. I mean, fuck's sake, they'd refuse to spend half a million on him last last year, whenever it was. Now he's available on a free, and they're sitting on their hands. You know, and this is this is the other thing, and this is the other thing I'm going to say. And I, again, I don't want people to read into this too much, but what if shit hits the fan? And in January, Lennon leaves. Then what? We're starting again. So we're stuck with players that he's brought in. Yeah. I don't even want to think about that, man. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I think Lufner would have been a perfect signing in all fairness. I, I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna join any other club. I haven't I haven't read anything. Um so I, I I don't know. Maybe we might bring him in bringing him in January. Yeah, thank you. There's a there's a good one here. Exactly, you read my mind. Uh, if Matavs doesn't play, does that mean he's not in the coach's plans? Uh, probably. And I think even if he does play, I don't think he's in the in the coach's plans. From what I understood, he, he was... Uh, I think Larissa were interested in him and he refused to go because they're not in the Europa League. So, yeah, there you go. Don't forget that we have a second Foddy's now. Who's the second Foddy? I don't see Lennon leaving. He's got two point four million contract. So yeah, well, yeah, if yeah, okay. So if if if, but if we're not in the top six or the top eight or whatever it is, top seven now, isn't it? No, is it top six? Because how many? Te- well, we did this the other day. How many teams? There's fourteen teams. If it's top seven, oh fucking no anymore, man. Oh, I'm I'm just tired. I'm just fucking tired. So if we, if we have the same season as we did last summer, yeah, you think they're going to keep him on? Do you think the fans are gonna? Because there's gonna be fans turning on Lennon, obviously. Um, oh, already, um, we we have so many trolls from uh, Omoniades or supposed to be Omoniades, and Xerolefile really is is doing my head in. Shall I tell you what I found funny? Shall I tell you what I found funny? Right, um, there was a statement put out the other day from uh, the press team, and they said, uh, "Oh, the the squad is complete." That if the if the manager wants any other players, we'll bring them in. Blah blah blah. And it was like, oh, hang about. People were saying they're throwing Lennon under the bus now. And I'm like, well, hang about. First of all, Andrea has basically been forced to say these things. A lot of the things that he says is because the club tell him to do it. He's only doing his job, so lay off him for a start. Secondly, he said this about Berg last January on Total Green, and again, it was like. Yeah, obviously the club have told him to say that, but they're throwing Berg under the bus. 
And um, now I get the feeling that the powers that be are trying to cover their back by saying these things. So people can say, oh, well, it's Lennon's decision not to bring... Do you think it was Lennon's decision to bring in Bruno and Milicic and uh, Gidsos? I, I, I don't think Lennon knew who these players were. Especially uh, Gidsos, definitely not. Exactly. <laughs> so players have been signed under the manager's nose and obviously he hasn't had much of a say in it because, as we know, Lennon came in, he was only allowed to bring in Gary Parker because the club didn't want to change the stuff that already did, which is understandable. Because, as Nigel quite rightly said, and I make, it makes perfect sense, when you bring in a manager and he brings in 10, 15 staff and he leaves, he takes a 10, 15 staff and you're, you're, you're starting again. So, again, I understand why the, the, the staff are still there. And I'm glad that the staff are still there because they've done an incredible job and they deserve to continue that great, the opportunity to continue that great work. Um, but I think the same goes for bringing in players. They've only let him bring in three or four of his own. So, anyway. We have two empty spaces for transfer in January. To make a transfer, must someone leave? Uh, well, maybe they, they haven't filled in the, the two places because they're saving it for January just in case we need to sign players. So maybe that's a good move. I don't know. Maybe they feel that we've got a strong enough squad to play half a season. And if we need to reevaluate, then we could bring them in. Maybe they'll have enough. Because ah. Here you go. Here's the light bulb moment. We don't get the UEFA money or the qualification money till November. Perhaps, perhaps they'll go, they'll make another move for Mancini in, in January. Because they have the money then. Don't put that out on any press. I'm not gonna put it on the social on the shoot defense one. I promise. It's a rule. Yeah. It's a thinking. It's a, it's, thinking. Yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a suggestion. It's a suggestion. possibility. It's an idea. In an idea. A possibility. <clears throat> a possibility. It's not even a rumor. It's not even a rumor. It's, it's a possibility. Yeah. So don't put that on any websites. Don't put that on any Facebook post. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Jesus fuck, honestly. Uh. Right. <clears throat> I think we're done. We've got nothing else to say. No. Nope. Have we got anything else to, to, to discuss? Nothing. Excellent. I think We've done an hour and 10 minutes. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like. If you don't like this pod, then don't like it. If um, you're still pissed off about the Rogic rumours, don't like it. Um, I've got nothing else to say, really. Um, thank you, Bedra, for joining me. Thank you for, for being my regular co-host now, since the others can't obviously be bothered. You know, talking- Chris, is too- Chris is in London. He's going to go to the wrestling um, you know, my, my other co-host. What is he going to be? A water bottle? No, no, he's going to watch wrestling. He's going to Cardiff to watch wrestling. Another me Shawnee. He he wants to go watch men in tights rolling around. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, we have one empty space. We can fill without sending away in January. Okay, so basically, if we need to bring in another, okay, so we got one space. We sign a player, we're full. That means we need to get rid of a player. So maybe Badadas is going to go in January. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Start getting people rattled. I've already lost two followers on Instagram since um, <laughs> since making that, <laughs> that rugged thing. <laughs> I'm pissing people off left, right, and center. Like I said, fuck Androbi, I don't care. 
I've come to a point. I told you, Gorelia. I don't care. If you look at the, the recent podcast, the past few days, with Stefano coming on topless, you know, with us talking about, you know, uh, dildos being more effective than Bezos, with the things that I've said in the past, in the past few weeks, I've come to the point, I don't care. I honestly, I don't care. You know, man, if, if, if people get offended by, by this kind of talk, I wonder what they're doing with some of the publication of, of the articles or comments that are being uh, thrown about in uh, Facebook and shit like that. Well, the thing Ooh. is, they're, they're very smart, these, these news outlets, because what they do, they'll put out a story, but they won't say who the reporter is or the author is. They won't. I'm not, I'm not talking about uh, only stories, but other things also. follow or the... And yeah, trying to harm them. True. You know, you know, I had <laughs> the other day someone said to me, Why have we got a sporting director in? I'm like, Well, maybe sporting directors don't want to come to the club because they don't want their wives copping off with players. But, you know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> it, it could happen. It could happen. Fuck Androbi, exactly. And that, that's why I say, Fuck Androbi. I've come to the point. Where I don't care. I will say what I want when I want. I'm not going to bite my tongue anymore. Because no point. There's no point. Because other other shows, yeah, they will have their own opinions, but they won't go close to the bone. I want to get right to that God color. I want to get right to that God color. And if it means upsetting people or hurting people's feelings, look, I'm not going to intentionally go out there and then be malicious and be a bastard and you know, try and be one of these people where like, oh, you know, I, I, I need to hurt someone's feelings or whatever. If I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. It's not intentional. But, but if, if it, if it comes to a point where I'm going to have to be malicious, I'll do it. But that's, that's an eye for an eye. And that's how everyone is. Um, but again, I've got, I've got, I don't give a shit what I say anymore. I don't, I really don't. Before I used to be really, you know, I'd sit on the fence a little bit and try a bit diplomatic and be a bit fair. And yeah, I am being fair. I, I think I'm being fair. Um, and the thing is, when when you have an opinion, you risk being offensive because other people might be offended with, with your with your thoughts and your views. And that's and there's a there's a there's a video a comment that I heard the other day was that someone said that you know you've got a risk. Um, to have a conversation, you've got to risk being offensive because your views and your opinions will differ to others. But at the same time, these people that you have a conversation with, they need to think the same because they risk offending you. So, you know, just say what you see, man. Don't uh, Andrea, listen, this isn't one of these rants or this isn't still having a meltdown or being like this holier than thou or being some kind of... Um, I'm not trying to pontificate. I'm not trying to educate people. I'm not trying to be like this lecturer that's like, oh, yeah, you're beneath me. It's nothing like that. But when you watch No Choftes, it, it is literally No Choftes. There's no fucking about. You know, I'm not going to sit on the fence. And Pedro isn't going to sit on the fence. Roy isn't going to do it. Chris isn't going to do it. All right, they'll do it within reason because perhaps they don't want to be too controversial. But that's the culture that, that's the Cypriot culture. It's always very, you know, prosecuted. You, you, you don't want to offend people. And I get it. It's the whole Andre. But it's, again, fuck Andre B. I don't care. I really don't give a shit. Because if you want to come at me with, with uh, your thoughts and views on what I've said, I'm, I'm more welcome to it. This is why we've got the live chat facility. 
you know? If you want to say what you want to say, say it, okay? Like I said, Mario said something the other day which I weren't too happy about and I weren't going to put it up on the screen, right? But again, that's his, that's his way of trying to be funny. And while some people thought it was offensive, others may have found it funny. This is an open forum, an open platform for everyone to say what they want to say. I don't want people to come on and say, I need to be careful what I say because I don't want to upset certain people. If you're going to say that, then, then don't even come on and, and think about saying what you want to say. Be straight with us. Be honest. If you think that I'm being an idiot, say it. I'm not going to be angry with you because that's your opinion. And this is why it's free to talk. It's free to say what you want. There's no androbi. Androbi does not exist. And by the way, we're getting fuck androbi t-shirts made. We're getting the design made. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know what? If you, if you want to buy it, great. If you don't, Fine, whatever. It is what it is. That that money that we're going to get from these t-shirts is going to go straight back to the show. We're going to try to get more equipment. We might even be able to afford to, to pay for guests who perhaps want money to come on because you do get cunts like that these days. Oh, you know, if it's a big name that wants a fee and we're talking like an astronomical name, I'm going to pay. But if it's just some dickhead that lives around the corner from me that wants a fee, I tend to go suck his mum. Anyway. Tolibongo <laughs> Bella. Your Pod tomorrow morning. Pod tomorrow morning, by the way. Pod tomorrow okay. morning. Okay. Maybe Roy, if he can be bothered. Maybe, Maybe. Roy, if he's not still lost. That, lost Do you know that he pissed team. me off to the point? He pissed me off to the point I unfollowed him on social media. He pissed me <laughs> off. I'm not following Roy anymore. Fuck him. Fuck Roy. Fuck Roy. <laughs> <laughs> So we're anyway. I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting ready. My ritual starts at five pre-game ritual, and then see you at the pre, game. Pre-game guys. pre-game masturbation, and then you go to the game. Oh, you know the pre-game uh, ritual. You you've seen it. <laughs> you've seen it. <laughs> the ritual, yes, yes. I helped you with that ritual, not the masturbation. The ritual, not the masturbation one. Yeah. No, no. You, you don't need help with that. I'm pretty no, sure no. you're okay handling it. You know. Huh? You got Pamela <laughs> Henderson. Malafernoda, <laughs> Galafernoda. <laughs> Stefano! Stefano! He's walking around the house without any clothes on. <laughs> yeah, you're a dick out for the lads. Behave yourself. We don't have any women watching anymore. They will stop watching the pod. <laughs> yeah, 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 they'll be yeah. watching. We had a whole, whole yeah, new t-shirt. Fuck Roy. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so fuck that guy on the front and Roy at the back <laughs> with his face. Maybe, hey, maybe I'll do a twelve. Maybe I'll do a twelve-minute video announcement. We got a new T-shirt. Twelve minutes. Let's go to the printer and, and video them and interview the, the CEO of the company that printed it. Twelve minutes. Fuck the player announcements. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus! I did wrap it up, better or more. Come on. Oh yeah, I did my wrap up. You're finishing it. No, 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 no. I want you to do it. No, I never do. And I'm not going to start now. <laughs> Pussy. Right. That's it for another edition of No Chofters. We'll be back tomorrow morning. I don't know exactly what time. Depends on who wants to come on and who wants to say their piece. I mean, for all we know, it might be another fucking Kadastasi Simra. And everyone's going to want to chime in. Or we might get the three points. Play with the same intensity and aggression as we did against Ghent. And show these motherfuckers where the title belongs. Because, I'm telling you this now, 
win, lose or draw today, there's going to be ramifications. There's going to be anger. There's going to be intensity. There's going to be... Batsarkes, until next time, Bameshila Kamu. And if anyone doesn't like it, you tell them to suck their mum. <laughs>